Hello again, I'm Bonnie D. Graham, speaking with very interesting people at SAP's Best Practices for Automotive Conference in Detroit, the Motor City, and I'm very, very pleased to be speaking with Ted Connell. He is at Intel, and his title, it's a long one, so wait for it, Director, Solution Architect of the Manufacturing and Industrial Sector. Ted Connell, welcome. How are you today? I'm doing very well. I hope you're staying dry. I'm trying here in Durham, not quite the eye of the storm, but anyway, we'll, we'll cross our fingers. So, Ted, I understand that at the partner meeting, before the conference started, you were speaking to a group of colleagues about how Intel is using SAP S4HANA to execute your business. Can you tell me a few of the highlights that you shared? Yeah, so SAP and Intel, as you well know, are, are companies that work very closely together to co-develop a lot of technology. Um, so let me tell you a little bit of the story of Intel and how we ran into a technology wall and how we partnered with SAP to break through that wall and how out of that HANA got created because it was a co-creation by the two companies. Um, Gordon Moore, who everybody knows because of Moore's Law, uh, put a commandment upon Intel that thou shalt redo your process every two years and shrink the chip. And that is what has created the internet and the cloud and all this stuff. But to do that, Intel had to do what we're now calling IoT starting in the mm -hmm. 1980s. So a current Intel factory, one of our factories today, a front end factory, all of the equipment is connected. Everything is controlled through automation. Over 99% of steps are fully automated. There are no human beings in the factory. The reason is it's not that we don't like people, but the number one source of defect for our products are human beings. As I'm speaking, I'm outgassing molecules, and unfortunately, hair is flying off of me, and skin is flaking off. And if any of those <laughs> molecules land on our product, our product doesn't work. Ooh. The watt in the current electronics we're laying down in our chips is about 100 atoms in diameter. So to control that process, we had to do IoT and have been doing it a long time. So we have machine learning online running our process right now. But back in about 2009, we were just producing an incredible amount of data. Today, we're producing over a petabyte of data a day per factory, a petabyte per factory. And so mm -hmm. in 09, we were ramping up to that, that level, and we realized that to monitor all this data, 99.9% .9 of IoT data is worthless, but you got to watch it because when something goes out of line, then you have to react to it. And we figured we could do that in memory. Why, we, we, why have computers looking at this, write all this stuff to, to hard drives where we could monitor everything in memory and throw the bad stuff away and keep the good stuff? So in 2009, we partnered with SAP to start this journey, and in 2011, HANA was released to the public. So today at Intel, our ERP system, our CRM system are fully HANA enabled, and we have roadmaps for the rest of our stack to get HANA enabled. Um, so it's a process. We have a team that's rolling it out. The last one they did is supply chain. And our supply chain is now ranked by Gartner, I want to say fourth in the world, between four and six. Um, Intel spends $10 billion a year on capital equipment and ships it all over the world. So any day of the year, there's $360 million of Intel equipment in transit. So we're very interested in supply chain because it's our business. And that's not our product. That's just our equipment. We're moving around the world to build these semiconductors. So S4HANA has created you know, great, great economics for Intel. Um, and we co-developed it with it. So not only did we get the product, we developed a whole new type of memory, persistent memory, to make this work. So it kind of sits by DRAM, but it's a lot less expensive than DRAM. So we actually came up with a whole new technology to enable HANA. So that's kind of how these two companies work together to drive the technology forward. 
Very exciting. Ted, what I've been hearing from conference attendees so far in my interviews is that it's the face-to-face camaraderie, the sense of community, the sense of shared purpose in the broader sense of the automotive industry today. So what do you think? Did you see this? Did you feel this? Yeah. In fact, I like this this type of setting because it's smaller. When you go to the big things like uh, Hanover Messe or Consumer Electronics Show, you, you have hundreds of thousands of people and it's just hard to find people. You know, you're, you know, it's hard. Here, you have people who you can know, you can go and meet with and you can actually get business done. So I actually prefer these kind of 300 type people settings. Thank you very much. I've heard that the event has grown significantly from four years ago when it started. So we're very happy at the attendance. Ted, tell me something. How many times have you attended Best Practices for Automotive? This is actually my first. Uh, I attend many conferences around um, industrial. Uh, Just this happened to be my first SAP one. Well, we are very happy that you're there and very happy you're enjoying the conference. And I have a personal question for you, not too personal, but given that there's so much talk, so much, I don't know if it's hype anymore, so much research and, and uh, the progress being made in autonomous vehicles. Ted, if, if autonomous vehicles came as a fleet or as a, as a community of autonomous in the next couple of years to a, I'd like to say, highway and byway near you where you live or where you work, would you willingly give up the keys to your own car? So... Intel is very, very involved in autonomous driving. I am at our Chandler facility, and we have all of Waymo's. We have we have all the different cars driving around. Um, we actually have ride sharing in autonomous vehicles that we're starting at Intel. Unfortunately, I don't live in the areas of town where I could do it, or I would do it. Um, so, yeah, the answer is is yes. Um, but I'm not a big supporter of autonomous vehicles, and I'm a very much of a contrarian on that. Uh, yes, we're going to do autonomous vehicles, but we're not going to be moving human beings around. In them. We're going to be moving human okay. beings around in autonomous drones. We're going to be flying. Oh, Ted I don't need. I don't need bridges. Seriously. I don't need roads. I don't need tunnels <laughs> if I fly. I don't have traffic. I don't need any of this stuff. And Intel had a flying drone on stage at CES this year. We had to tether it because it was inside. Um, we're already flying them. They're already on the market for about 200K at no volume. So if you think about when they get to volume, they'll be priced the way Evolvo's priced. So <laughs> I very much think, and oh, by the way, the software to run it, Yes. The last, the last time you've been flying for the last 10 years, you've been using that software. It's already FAA approved. A pilot hasn't landed a plane in the last five years. Wow. Ted, you, you really you really blew me away with that one. We don't need autonomous cars. We need drones flying around. I like that idea. Yes, we, we can deliver ourselves. We don't have to l- deliver products in them. I'll be at your house at 5 o'clock. Look for the drone in the field next to your backyard. I like that yeah. one a lot. I well, imagine that. cityscapes that have the, the sky lobby for drones and the, the land lobbies for trains and cars. The city okay. is going to change. It is. It's going to change a lot. That was one of the themes at the conference, wasn't it? Smart cities and, and automotive helping with congestion in the cities. Uh, yes. The I, I actually, the head of um, strategy for GM gave that presentation, and I talked to him afterwards about the flying drones uh, and gave him my two cents. And he agreed that there's a place for him, but GM sells cars, not drones. There you go. Thank you very much. Ted Connell, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for the aha moment there. You really took me by surprise. I'm going to wish you a good rest of the conference, a good safe trip home. I'm Bonnie D. Graham for SAP Best Practices for Automotive, signing off for now. Bye-bye.